you cannot, you cannot get away with playing hide and seek with God. He knows where you are and he's always with us. Here's a question. What is your identity and where do you place your identity in? Stay with us. Hey guys, welcome to this week's Grace and Truth. I'm a grateful gospel-centered disciple of Jesus Christ who struggles yet perseveres, and my name is Dave. I hope and pray that you're doing well. Today we are continuing a message called, May I See Some ID? It was originally broadcasted live on Facebook on November 9th, 2020. Let's return to the original broadcast already in progress. This is something that we all struggle with as human beings. We, we shift the blame on other people. That is a problem. That is a humongous problem. We need to own up to our own responsibilities. And instead of saying, and the devil made me do it, just to acknowledge, Lord, I have sinned. And a lot of times we forget that God is already with us, whether we know it or not. The point I'm trying to make is this. You can't, you cannot, you cannot get away with playing hide and seek with God. He knows where you are and he's always with us. Sometimes I hear, um, especially at particular groups, uh, worship leaders will say, we invite you into into this place, God. We invite your presence in here. You know something? I, I usually take issue with that. I, I really take issue with that because the reality is he's already there. He's already there. He's, he's everywhere. And we forget that all the time. I believe that God is omniscient, omnipotent, and omnipresent. He never left us or for, or for, he's never left us or forsaken us. So that's why, that's one of the reasons why when I pray before I start talks like this, or when I'm at Celebrate Recovery, Lord, we thank you that you are still with us. Normally I'd say Father God Adonai, which means Lord in Hebrew. We thank you that you are still with us because he never left us or, for, or, or have forsaken us. It reminds us of his omnipresence, his omniscience, and his omnipotence. I always have to remind myself of that. He is still with us. And because he's still with us and is always with us, he is the one who does the change in our lives. He is the one who gives us our identity. Our identity isn't in our struggles. 
Our identity isn't in our lifestyles. Our identity isn't in our sexual orientation. Our identity is not in our disability, whether it be Down syndrome, Asperger syndrome, autism, or even developmental different, other developmental differences, or even cerebral palsy. Our identity is not in our career. Your identity is not any of those. If you've accepted Christ as your Lord and Savior, the fact of the matter is, your identity is in Christ alone. Solus Christus. In Christ alone our hope is found. He is our light, our strength, our song. This cornerstone, this solid ground, firm through the fiercest drought and storm. And yet, we always forget that. We always want to try to find ways to make ourselves closer to God. And a lot of teachers out there who are false teachers are trying to shift us away from trusting in God in Christ alone. They'll, want, they'll say things like, you've got to do this in order to be closer to God. You have to do this in order to be more like God. We can never be like God. Uh-uh. No way. And I've been exposed to a lot of false teachings. And, and you know something? You know how hard it was to change when it came to allowing God to work through me and to transform me by to just give me a new heart and a new spirit and to really transform how I view things, that was hard. And most people with Asperger's don't like change. But you know, there are some changes where we won't, that we won't, won't accept that is actually a good thing not to change. And that is changing how we view who Christ is. I believe that he is sovereign, he is mighty, he is holy, and holy, and I'm not. I am not. And to say things like, I need to do this in order to become more closer to Christ, the reality is it's only through his word, through his Holy Spirit, that I grow. Nothing else. not engaging in the practices that the Eastern Orthodox Church engages in, not the Roman Catholic Church's ordinances or practices, not the charismatic Calvinist type of method where you're mixing theology together, and, or, or even the charismatic movement altogether where they say, you need to speak in tongues, otherwise you're not saved. Now, don't get me wrong, not all charismatics accept that belief. I have a friend who is a Pentecostal preacher who also happens to be sound in doctrine. And, and he and I are very good friends. He, and it's last time I checked, he doesn't, he, he doesn't believe that you need to speak in tongues in order to be saved. And he's not once expo imposed that on me. And I praise God for that. He is an incredible friend and brother, and, and I, I definitely am grateful for him. But I meet a lot of people um, who say, you need to need to do this in order to become more like, like Jesus. That is a problem. Even the spiritual formation movement, they'll say things like, you, 
if you want to be more closer to Christ, just do these disciplines that are more like man-made practices so you can become more like God. Those practices are man-made and they are not going to help you grow in your walk with the Lord apart from God's word. Only God's word is what helps us grow. Now, I'd like to close with um, two, a few things. Number one, some recommended resources, and number two, some concluding thoughts. And as I mentioned in my broadcasts, I don't give application. Instead, I give implication because I really don't know how any of anything that I'm sharing with you um, applies to your life. Really, my hope and prayer is that what I'm sharing will get you thinking, okay, Lord, what do you want me to learn from this, and how can I apply that to my life as a believer? First, let me give you some resources. The first resource that I want to recommend is called The Recipe for Repentance. It's a two-part sermon, and I mentioned it earlier um, in the uh, broadcast, and now you know what I'm referring to. Um, it is taught by Dominic Avila. Um, Dominic Avila is the lead pastor of Grace Church Monterey Bay, which is one of our, which is one of our newer um, Monterey Peninsula recommendations for GCAM Network. And I strongly recommend that you check it out. It is so vital because a lot of times we just forget about repentance. I really want to encourage you to listen to Dom and just hear from God's word through Dom, how you can continue to point to be drawn to Christ through repentance. And so the second resource that I recommend is from Michael Atkins um, from Progressive Missionary Baptist Church in Berkeley, our Berkeley recommendation for GCAM Network. It's called In Defense of the Gospel. He preached this sermon yesterday at Progressive. I would strongly encourage you guys to check out those messages and let them know that Dave Chu and GCAM Network referred you over to those sermons. Okay, and now I'd like to close with some concluding thoughts. The first one that comes to mind is this. Your identity is in Christ alone. We talked about that already. And I also mentioned earlier, when you say I'm a Christian and I'm also a blank, you're implying a Jesus plus lifestyle. You have to remember, your identity is in Christ alone, not in what you struggle with, not in your lifestyle, not in your career. It's in Christ alone. To add to that is turning it into a Jesus plus gospel. A Jesus plus gospel is a false gospel. And we really have to keep that in mind as believers. And then finally, you're either serving God or serving the devil. You cannot serve both. It's true, though. You can't serve both. You can't serve both. You're not a tug-of-war rope. You can't say oh, I'm serving the Lord, but I'm also going to do this because I think it's fun when it's really you're basically serving the devil when you do that because it's as what you're doing is not in line with what Scripture teaches. That is a problem. You cannot choose both sides. You're either choosing the Lord's army or Satan's fiends. And for those of you who are baseball fans, 
I'm not referring to baseball right now. Although I must admit, San Francisco Giants are better than LA Dodgers. Now I'm. Just <laughs> I know fighting words, but when you're from the Bay Area, you, you gotta stick to your team. But again, that's a totally different subject. The point is you either serve the Lord or you're following the devil. It is my hope and prayer that you're serving the Lord. The last few concluding thoughts I want to give are from Paul's letter to the Galatians. Because a lot of us, we have this tendency to want to do what's best for the people who are struggling, but yet what we may not realize is that we could be in danger of teaching them something that's false. I've had that happen to me several times. I've had people impose singleness on me and you and misuse the Bible, and some people who would say, I don't need theology, I need Jesus. How can you know who Jesus is if you don't study who he is? This is why we need sound doctrine in our churches. This is why we need sound doctrine in our everyday lives. So with that said, let me just remind everybody, especially those of you who are trying to help your friends, but you're only leading them towards a false teaching. Or maybe you're justifying your friends saying, oh, I love you just the way you are and you don't have to change the way you act. If what they're doing, if what, how they are acting is sinful, I would strongly encourage you to really, really rethink that. Because if you love them, you love them too much to stay the way they are. God loves us who we are, but he also loves us too much to stay the way we are. That's why we need community. That's why we need fellow believers. So let me close with the words of the Apostle Paul. I am astonished that you are so quickly deserting him who called you in the grace of Christ and are turning to a different gospel. Not that there is another one, but there are some who trouble you and want to distort the gospel of Christ. But even if we or an angel from heaven should preach to you a gospel contrary to the one we preach to you, let him be accursed. As we said before, so now I say again, if anyone is preaching to you a gospel contrary to the one you received, let him be accursed. For am I now seeking the approval of man or of God? Or am I, tr I trying to please man? I, if I were still trying to please man, I would not be a servant of Christ. Guys, remember, you are not people pleasers. You are disciples of Christ. If you claim to be a believer, you have to live like a believer. And don't try to please people in order to gain acceptance. You're going to offend people. It's our job at the same time to stand firm to what the Bible teaches, regardless of how offended people are. And finally, to close, let me just read the words of Jesus right here in Matthew chapter 6, verse 24. No one can serve two, math, two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or he will be devoted to the one and despise the other. 
Join me in prayer, will you please? Father, help us. Help us to be reminded that it is only through you and you alone that we are saved. Father, a lot of us have fallen under this idea that we can be identified as both a follower of you and whatever sinful desire or sinful lifestyle that we live. Father, would you remind us that you are sovereign, you are holy, you are righteous, you are watching everything that we do, and you love us too much to stay the way we are. Lord, may we continue to submit ourselves to you, to grow closer in your, in your word and in your word alone, not with any rituals that point us away from your truth, but rather to simply worship you, pray to you, read your word and study your word, to serve you and to be stewards. Lord, would you remind us of that? We are so... We're so distracted with sin, Lord. Would you help us to get back to who you want us to be? And Lord, even as we are sinful human beings here on earth, would you help us to be reminded that our identity is not in our sin, but in you alone. Help us to strive for that holiness. As a friend and brother, John Wodetsky would always tell us, Lord, at church, truly, you are an awesome God. And we ask this in your name. Amen. Thanks for listening. You can contact me at my website, chewmadenew.com. Or you can call me at 510-516-CHEW. That's 510-516-2439. Or you can find me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Until next time, peace out and God bless. Cinco's!